and welcome to the Business Brain Clinic. My name's Helen Knight and um, today we're going to be talking to another designer about the business, what's working, what's not at the moment and how that we can help them move forwards. So I'm really, really excited about today. Uh, this is number two, so I have done one before. <laughs> um, cool. But this is, yeah, this is number two in the series um, to help designers move forward in the business um, have a chat about what's working, what's not working, and um, give you a few steps um, to help you move forwards. So, Super. Yeah. So um, is it okay to ask you to just um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about um, what kind of design <laughs> you do to start off maybe? Uh, also, um, where, where would you like me? How far back would you like me to start? <laughs> <laughs> um, just like a brief overview um, of, of what you've been up to and... Um, and yeah, what where you're at right now, um, and what's what okay. you feel, yeah, what you feel you've been trying, and uh, maybe sort of areas that you feel that you might need a bit of help with. Sure. Um, well, uh, ooh. <laughs> okay, let me just frame this all in the context here of uh, this. Th this pandemic really did a number uh, for my business and kind of took out the, the client base that I had. Um, and I was doing, I was doing okay. I, I was on a growth trajectory. I started my business in 2017. Uh, primarily, I started out going anything. Give give me anything to design, anything possible. I will handle it. And over the course of that, uh, the couple of years after that, I started focusing a lot more on all right, positioning and really trying to up the, the premium quality of the work that I was producing is also the clients like helping them increase their positioning from whatever they were doing to just a more expensive looking brand so they can charge more and they can make more money themselves. So a lot of um, a lot of the design strategy and, and brand strategy kind of stuff wrapped into that of who you actually want to be, who do you want to grow into? Um, and I really enjoyed that part of it. And I, I enjoyed uh, less and less as time went on working with websites and and a lot of the technical stuff I, I just started going okay well i'll hire out for that I'll, I'll you know contract out for that and i have friends through the industry through the years i've, I've grown a great network um, and i would work with them or just kind of hand off and say okay well i appreciate work like working with my client and um you know thank you so much for working with me now i'm going to patch you up to my friend and you know i'm still in the loop i'm still kind of overseeing things but they're going to handle your day-to-day -day and move stuff off uh and that worked Great. that worked okay for a while um <laughs> and then and then the pandemic hit uh and my clients were like oh, we're not we're not doing anything we're backing way off of everything and mm -hmm. uh everything dried up for me uh and i i really refocused at that point and said okay brand identity logo design, like the whole idea of the strategy and where you want to go, the big picture kind of stuff. I'm just going to stay there because I really enjoyed that part. Like I, I, get, I get really passionate about that, really energetic about that. Like, yes, I, I really have a brain that can see where you can take this logo, this mark, this idea, this feeling, this, this everything. Like I get psyched about that kind of stuff. And, and so I, I really kind of refocused on that, but I, I, I I've had one client since this pandemic started uh -huh. so it wasn't enough to keep anything going i actually um, what you're seeing in my background is my wife's sewing room and our storage room in our tiny little apartment our two-bedroom apartment um, because we sold our house um, just after the start of the pandemic wow. and i closed out of my office 
um, and just we scaled way, way, way back. I, I kind of looked in the future at that time and said, I think we really need to play it really, really conservative, really, really safe, just just in case. Um, we're super glad we did, really grateful for that because that's the reason that I can sit here today and even have this conversation instead of, frankly, me working at Starbucks or McDonald's right now. Yeah. Because that's kind of the way things went. Yeah, gosh. It, um, it's been a tough year, hasn't it, for everybody? You know, it, it has, and I I like to look at, at the good side of things. I look at, like to look at for the opportunities in, in, in the hidden packages. So yeah. I actually took... Um, I took a chance in a whole different direction in, gosh, April or May. And I said, okay, well, what's something I've always been interested in that I can maybe work into this whole um, business that I'm doing. And it's just, it'll just be part of who I am and part of who I offer. And I actually um, did a lot of research into Marissa Peer's uh, hypnosis program oh, and okay. helping people um, reframe their mindset for growth, for confidence. Um, and I felt powerfully attracted to that. And the whole idea of, you know, there's so many of us coming through this event, coming through this experience where we have the skills, we have the knowledge, we have everything we need, but there's just a little piece inside that's going, I'm not enough. Yeah. I need more. I can't, it's not available. And that really spoke to me. So I've, I've just, I'm, I'm on the precipice of finishing up that entire program. I'm already practicing with a couple of people oh, great. Um, and helping bring some confidence to them. Mm -hmm. And, and the people I'm working with, I feel like is right in line with the same kind of logo people like, okay, you want to start a business. I think now is a great time. I think now is a perfect time to start a new brand, to start a new business, to get out there. Because if you can survive right now, if you can start an idea right now, then when stuff starts going good, you're leaps and aheads like way far ahead of everyone else and if we can anchor like some of the mindset into it too i i just think there's an explosion of opportunity there so oh, there that's is. kind of where i am right now okay wow, um, that's I, exciting yeah okay, cool <laughs> <laughs> so um so at the moment then um so what kind of things are you doing on are you doing anything on the design side like to get to um, to work on getting more leads or anything like that at the moment, or are you just leaving it alone for now? Or how do you feel about it? I, I've mostly left it alone for now, just to, okay. just to see uh, what the temperature was, to see if people, I don't know, remembered me, recognized me, would come back to me when their fortune started to shift. Um, so right now I've been doing my own sort of mindset work and setting a foundation in my social media of um, on Instagram, it's very much about the strategy side of things. On my Facebook page, it's very about, very much about the mindset and training the mind and training the brain. Um, and I've just started to kind of reach out again to people and say, you know, if you're if you're a designer, if you're a creative, if you want to feel good about what you're doing, because I understand that field and, and I want to help them with some of the hypnosis stuff. Mm. Uh, but I, I've not yet reached out to anybody beyond that. I've worked in the software field, in the pharma field, and, and advertising um, in the past, but I've, I, I'm not actually sure how to reach out to them at the moment to even offer strategy, identity, like anything. I'm, I'm kind of lost myself in what my next step should be. Okay, so, you're, um, so you, you've identified a niche that you want to help, 
but you're just not quite sure how to approach them? Yeah. Okay. And um, and have you, um, I know you've been on one of my workshops before. <laughs> yeah, so, loved it. Uh, so we've, uh, we've talked about um, the who, so um, I created a sheet to help you really narrow it down to make sure that you're being really, really specific uh, to give you um, a lot more clarity. And then we look at, um, you know, where those people hang out, you know, uh, we, we get to know them enough so that we know everything about them and we know where they hang out. Have you, so you, have you pinpointed those places of um, exactly I, where they are? You I, know where they are? I haven't because I, I, um, I'm, I'm just not sure where, how do I say this? I have knowledge and experience in a couple of different fields and I don't hang out where those people are online. And when I go to those places that I think they are and I try to, to engage with that, it is based on my experience in, in my, my working life. Um, gosh, I'm just not interested in those people at all. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, and that's the thing is, is I've, I've had a couple of people tell me, well, you should go after this, this or this. And I say, yeah, except right now I look at those people and I'm not like, I, I look at what's going on in, in their messages and their groups. And it, it not only doesn't interest me, it actually sort of repulses me. Okay. Um, so how, so, so tell me more about this type of person, just so that um, I can help you a bit more. Yeah, um, that would be like uh, healthcare providers or alter alternative healthcare providers, um, complementary healthcare providers, integrated medicine providers. Um, this is a field, my wife is a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine mm -hmm. here in Washington state. Okay. And uh, we have lots of friends and associates that are in that same field or naturopaths um chiropractors and and i actually went and spoke with several of them to say you know what are you guys looking for what are you interested in here's kind of what i provide and um the, the answer i got was look we're not going to do marketing we're not going to do branding we just don't even care because it doesn't matter you're either covered by insurance in which case we get paid or you're not covered by insurance in which case you get paid we get paid in cash and we just don't care our brand doesn't mean anything to us and and i said okay well let me speak to the the clinic owners who you know have between three and five of these people working underneath them mm -hmm. and the clinic owners are like look we're fine we, we don't need any help we're we're okay we want more clients but you know we're not going to talk to a branding designer about that we're going to talk to a marketing agency or an advertising agency we're going to buy facebook ads so <laughs> i i felt through those through those actual face-to-face -face conversations kind of niched out of my own niche that i was trying yeah. to talk with okay yeah I can and, and that's see why that i said i kind of felt frustrated yeah okay so um so if these people um these people obviously have clearly got a problem still so they, they're still struggling to get clients but they just yeah. don't they don't understand how they don't know how to do it or do they do they think they know how at the moment they, they think they know how okay. and based on um 
try not to target like in a, in like two or three people. I'm trying to stay away from I'm trying to keep it a little bit more generic than that. Um, they feel it's not an issue. They're mm -hmm. doing okay. Even during pandemic, they're doing okay. They continue to get by and that, mm -hmm. and, and the, the most that I can think to offer them is like a marketing plan, sit down with them and work through a marketing plan. Right. But at that point, they're going to they're gonna hire a, a specialist in their field who is a marketing person um, from online and, and do a lot of that kind of work. Yeah. So Which is exactly what my wife ended up doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I can see the problem there. Um, and a lot of a lot of um, designers um, and creative people tend to just uh, market their services without really um, helping the person that's got the problem see that they have got the solution so there's several ways that you can do that so it's it's basically how you position how you actually position yourself online so you don't have to call yourself um a designer or you know you've got to think about what to call yourself that would actually relate to their problem so um you need like a unique selling point so think about um, think about your skills and obviously they are creative related but they don't have to know about all that stuff the the, the main thing that, that your ideal client wants is just to know that you can solve their problem so you have to relate to them um, as an expert in that that first problem that they can see so they even mm -hmm. though there are lots of other problems behind that problem they're not thinking about that at the moment. They're only thinking about that first problem. <laughs> so you've got to market to that first problem, and that's that's how you um, how you can actually relate to them, so they don't like cut you out of the market, cut you out of any kind of um, sort of ideas around the possibility that you could be a solution for them. Um, you know, lots of people um, aren't aren't really marketing um, at the right awareness level, so. So it's really, um, it's really important to understand where your clients are at. Are they, do they realize they've actually got a problem? Do they realize uh, that there is a solution to their problem? Do they realize, um, you know, maybe they've bought lots of other things and tried lots of other things and they've all failed. So it's good to know what they've tried before, know what they've, um, what kind of things that, that they thought were the solution and it actually wasn't the solution. <laughs> Uh, and help them educate them you know you, you've, you've got to give them value help them to understand that that what they're looking at isn't the right answer um, and help them understand why it's not the, the right answer and that's why it's so key to to put content out on your social media to help people understand what is the right solution for them um, and it's not necessarily about just talking about your services or talking about how amazing you are or anything like that <laughs> It's a really about um, helping them understand the journey, you know, the journey that they need to go on. I can definitely see where the problem is um, with these types of people. So let's have a think that they, um, they obviously um, think that it's like Facebook has. I've met people like this before, actually thinking about it, where they just think- I, I, meet, I meet a lot of them where-, yeah. where... Um, you know, maybe they've read uh, Donald Miller's story brand and they're like, okay, Donald Miller says I don't need a brand, I just need marketing until I make like $5 million and then I can invest in my brand. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's how a lot of these, these people think is, okay, nope, it's uh, until they hit like a $5 million mark, which 
a lot of them think they'll never make a five million dollars in their lives so <laughs> yeah if you know that obviously you have to do a lot of research and make sure that you are on the right path you know that if this is if this is something you've heard from one person is it is it a generic thing you know is it something that that all the type all the people in that niche do they think in the same way have you have you asked other people um have you done how much research have you done into this uh so i live up in in washington near a naturopathic school called bastier university okay where they train naturopaths and acupuncturists and ayurvedic medicine practitioners i mean it's, it's a whole it's a whole broad um curriculum it's it's very thorough and and all that um and they they pump out some of the world's top um integrative medicine practitioners and they're, they're fantastic um this is something that's actually kind of put into their student body's mindset oh i see like I, and this is this is what i've discovered okay because most of my community through my wife is is a lot of these people and up in this area this is like most of these people come from this school what i've discovered is the school tells them you're not going to make any money most <laughs> of you are going to fail uh insurance in united states is a racket and is going to keep you from becoming a, a meaningful productive member of society um, but you can't survive on cash um, it, it's a very conflicting mindset that's sort of taught into them right Oh gosh! <laughs> right, and and I can't I can't speak for for other parts of the world. I can't speak mm -hmm. for um, other parts of the United States. Um, and I've I've tried reaching out for business up and down the west coast of the United States because that's where that's where my home is, like up and down the coast here. Yeah. Um, and it, it seems to be fairly prevalent until somebody finds a mentor that is able to flip their mindset. Um, and again, that's sort of, again, what drew, drew me into the hypnosis stuff is, okay, I can see that when I'm working with people, there are definite mindset blocks that need to kind of get flipped. You can make as much money as you want, and you deserve to make as much money as you want. You're awesome. You. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's right? It. I totally agree. <laughs> and it, isn't it bizarre, though, that people have, like, all these limiting beliefs, and they just accept things, don't they, that... I think just again talking about awareness I think people just are conditioned aren't they and then they just accept things and they don't they don't think about what the possibilities there are until until maybe they come across somebody that does help them see things in a new you know um, in a new way uh, give them a new perspective right. on something um, and, and so since since some of this the idea of like packaging some of this like mind and and business together that's a whole new thing for me i i ha that's where i haven't figured it out and that's really where i feel drawn that, that this could be a really powerful thing for people but then it becomes um it becomes a little more difficult to me to help them see okay are you struggling with confidence are you struggling with clarity um, because it starts to be the inner feeling that is keeping them from moving forward in the business, from keeping them from seeing where they can be and building that. For me, it's all about building a brand. I'm, I'm much like, I worked in marketing for 15 years and I'm like, I, I understand marketing. I'm not a marketing guy. I am a branding guy by all means, which means I'm not going after the first sale. I'm not going after, um, I'm not going after for that sort of thing. For me, it's all about, look, let's build that relationship. Let's build a long-term goal. Let, let's work towards something that's three years out that we can see, okay, 
here's the future. It's a shining beacon on the hill. Let's work <laughs> towards that. Let's let's draw the people in that really feel great about that and and want to go there with you, like working for you and as a client. Um, the way that you're thinking is motivating them to believe in themselves again, so that they can start to work, build a business that, that they really want in like two or three years time. And I think it's I think that's a great idea. Um, I also want you to realize that if if the first thing they're thinking about is that they need more clients um, uh, and they try all these other things like they try the ads and things like that and they don't work maybe you're the person to pick them back up again and go okay you've tried this you've tried this <laughs> now well, and and, and uh, yeah. I, I sort of taken a, a a Simon Sinek sort of approach to this of hey if you're going to redo a logo, if you've tried all these other things, you know, when you start to get to this point of really trying to figure out your messaging and your mission in life and what you're bringing, you know, when you start to get to that point, think of me. I'll be here. Think of me. Come back to me. And I, I would love to help you. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, I mean, I think most people, as long as you can help them see that you can solve their first problem and uh, give them a new perspective on it so they can start to see sort of light at the end of the tunnel. And then gradually you educate them into the other things that they, they're obviously gonna need in the future. But it's, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's matching your skill with the initial, the first problem. Um, and then obviously creating a and, new and see, point around that, yeah. And um, I see, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's where I have a challenge because to me that first selling point is get more customers, get more sales. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like that's my strong suit. <laughs> so like, I don't focus on that. And I, I suppose I, I'm hearing you say that I really need to, to make that first impact, to make that first connection. Um, so, and, and that's a challenge for me for some reason. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, and uh, I totally get that because I've been in that boat myself in the past. Um, I think sometimes we do have to, sometimes there are things that we have to work on ourselves to be able to help other people as well. So maybe that is just a um, one of those lessons that's there for a reason. <laughs> um, you know, it's like a sign right? that like, you need to really pay attention to this. <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know, those things pop up. It's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a, a mirror kind of scenario where the things reflected back to you are the things you really need to focus on. So if things keep popping Absolutely. up and showing up in your life, um, that, uh, that kind of make you feel a bit uncomfortable and like, oh gosh, I'm really not sure if I can do that, but I need to get over that so that I can actually move forwards. Um, sometimes, you know, those things pop up for a reason. I think if you become more confident in having a bit more knowledge around that, uh, like the marketing side maybe, and then you can perhaps move forward a little bit more to to link it to what you what you're trying to um, actually help people with with your branding mm -hmm. um, so I think it, it all has its place and I think maybe that's just a little bit of a, a reflection on something that you need to work on or get some help on first so that you can actually go ahead and help other people thank you <laughs> that's okay so you were saying about I'm making notes <laughs> oh that's fine so um so you were saying about not sure how to approach them that kind of thing um right yeah so if i um gave you some tips on kind of what to say and how to approach people would that help you would you feel a little bit better about 
about doing that? Is it just you're not sure, sure. what to say, or what? What is it that you're worried about? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure what to say at this point because, um, especially when I was running my own, out of my own office. <laughs> I don't like being in a sewing room, but you know, <laughs> when I was in my own office, uh, I made a bunch of cold salt, cold like cold sales calls every single day. I, I made uh, between fifteen and twenty every single day. I was in the office, and mostly leaving messages for people who are getting hung up on, mm -hmm. and it. it I, I didn't know what to say then, and I'm not sure I figured it out yet. And you know, <laughs> trial and error, but uh, yeah, it basically oh. it came down to, hey, do you want to grow your business? And for a lot of people, um, I don't know if I get that sort of phone call, I think, okay, nope, I sure don't because you, you're yeah. just calling me on the phone. And so I hang it's right too up. Direct. It sounds a bit too direct. Um, if people, yeah. yeah, if people aren't very aware of um, the problem that they've got, they're going to be, uh, they're kind of, uh, what's the word? I can't think. Um, they're going to be very sensitive to that kind of thing. So if they're not aware that they've actually got a real problem that you can help them with, then if you're too direct with them, it's going to put the uh, shutters up. You know, they're going to be like, oh, gosh, no. Now, the, the and I'm very to, direct. <laughs> yeah, now, the best way to get around that is um, several ways uh, through your content um, by uh, telling stories and things like that, where it's like a really soft approach um, and also when you're actually approaching them um, you want to get to know them in a friendly way so you want to look at what they're doing online you want to um, comment and get and um, just be friendly and really be interested in what they're doing um, so uh, what platform did you say sorry um, that you're on the most what pro what platform are they on uh, I Instagram, Facebook, primarily. Instagram and Facebook, okay. So I want you to have a look what? at their profiles mm -hmm. and I want you to um, just make friendly comments as if you were just, um, you know, as if you were at somebody's barbecue and you don't really know them, but you're just being friendly and just making kind of um, like small talk. <laughs> so it's that kind of approach not direct or anything just really friendly really interested oh that looks interesting or what you and um if they've got some kind of um post about what they're doing maybe you could um just say oh that that looks really interesting love to hear a bit more about that or um just yeah just show that you are interested in what they're doing and um and if there's anything on there that um, gives anything away where you can actually um compliment them on what they're doing um, because that's going to really, you know, that's going to soften the approach. It's going to make make it a lot more easy to actually start a conversation if they think, oh gosh, somebody's actually interested in what I'm doing. That's great. You know, most people don't don't spend enough time showing uh, that they really care about what other people are doing. So if you come across as, as very open, very friendly, very approachable, and you're actually interested in what they're doing. They're going to be they're going to open their arms and go, yes, I want to talk to you <laughs> um, because it's just a natural human response. You know, if somebody shows interest in you, then you want to talk to them um, unless they're very, very, um, I don't know, very introverted or, you know, they, they 
they've had a bad experience before sometimes they can be a little bit harder to talk to but you don't have to push a conversation on anybody it's just a very gentle approach to see if they're actually open to talking to you um, and even when you first start talking to them um, online you can just um, even just mention something that you've already commented on on their page it's just a friendly um, you know observation about something on their page and then you ask them a question about what they're doing so that's how I generally approach people so so um, yeah, you make it a really, really soft approach and then ask a question that helps you identify if they are actually the right kind of person. So um, you can ask, you can maybe clarify um, the type of business that it is or um, clarify the type of work that it is and maybe it's not 100% clear on their page. Um, so you want to clarify something about, um, about their business or about them that helps you identify actually are they the right kind of person that I want to talk to I want you to be really interested in them and if you're not they're obviously not the right types of people that you want to work with have a look at some profiles and think to yourself obviously you're not just going to do that on anybody's page it's, it's got to be somebody that you really feel you can help because sure. um, you know if you if you don't feel you can help them there's no point uh, approaching them um, and you are only approaching them because you feel that you can really help them and move their business forward um, you don't obviously have to sell to them or anything like that straight away. It's just you're just getting to know them and finding out if they are a good fit um, for what you're doing. Um, and it is about just we're just asking. chatting up and having some coffee. We're not getting yeah. married. It's just hey, we're dating here. We're having fun. <laughs> That's it. It's like a first date. You know, you don't you don't um, ask people out on the first date, or you you know you don't ask them certain questions on the first date. You, you're very right. uh, you save that <laughs> yeah so you've got to be really tread carefully and be like like we said be genuine and and tread carefully you know if if you really care about someone you want to know what they really want in life and you want to know what you know how you can really help them achieve that so if you can have a bit of a um insight into their vision of the future and what they really want to create then that really helps and and you know everybody that I talk to is loves talking about the vision you know they I know I've got the right people because they love talking about what they're trying to achieve because they're, mo they're self-motivated and they, they're excited about the future and they're the types of people that I attract <laughs> uh, which that's, is the, that's the kind of people I love I love working with those people because yeah. you, you know that their imagination and their creativity are really activating like some, some powerful stuff in their lives and and I know that doing this kind of work with those people is super effective because yeah. it does like compound and move forward so fast for them. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's just like a general chat rather than pinpointing someone and like holding them down and going, I'm going to ask you tons of questions. <laughs> I try not to fire too many things at them because that can be a bit intimidating for somebody. So, um, so yeah, just imagine what it's like for them and try and be in their shoes as well. So try and like see it from their side um, and just, yeah, just be kind to people, just I, try I and help I them. Think, <laughs> I think trying to see it from their side is actually what kind of made me um, take a step back and go, okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop pushing so much and just kind of let things settle out because uh, <laughs> I, I am very forward. I am very, um, I'm not, I don't think I'm pushy. How's that? I don't think I'm pushy, uh, but I am very direct. And that's just, uh, 
Um, that's just kind of my personality. It's, it's, it really helped me in the corporate world, but now that I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, and when I first started talking to people online, I used to ask way too many questions. I used to fire so many things at people and it, it, I think it used to overwhelm people and they, and, and, you know, you can get people just, um, just ignoring your messages. If you, if you fire too many things at them, you know, just take your that time, slow down. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I better slow down. You slow down at one question at a time, let them respond. You know, it doesn't have to be all in one go. It can be over a few weeks. You know, it really doesn't matter how long it takes, take it at their pace, not your pace. <laughs> um yeah it's it's really about being a bit more mindful about them and about um you know what type of people they are you know learning about them as much as you can what kind of characteristics they have um can all really help you know it can help you a lot in your in your kind of uh process of onboarding people um of talking to people and and getting a pipeline of, of leads so um so i hope that's helped you today is that is that kind of answered your questions yeah, absolutely. That gave me definitely some, some more direction. Thank you so much.